this week's Parsha, which is Parsha Lech Lecha, um, is really where we're introduced to Avram Avinu, the first, uh, the first Jew, the great Sadik. Um, Avram Avinu. So, really, in a, in, a, in a way, the beginning, the opener of this Parsha is uh, pretty reminiscent of the opener of last week's Parsha. Last week's Parsha, in the beginning, we, begin, we meet Noah, who's also a Tzaddik, a great and holy person. And both of them come um, a, a, after an uh, extended period of time of people who were very much not Tzaddikim, very not holy people. They both come into uh, pagan and um, idolatrous uh, times and... And that was the, the prevalent way of everyone, people who were primarily um, wicked people. And so in the beginning of Noah, we meet, but then there's Noah. And the beginning of Lech Lecha, we meet, but then there's Avraham. So although in that way it's very similar, you have two great Sadiqim that suddenly appear um, in a very negative place and generation. But the similarity seems to stop there because there's a major difference. Uh, Noach is a great tzaddik who comes into the picture and immediately everyone else is destroyed and Noach is saved. When it comes to Avram Avinu, no. Avram Avinu is uh, this great tzaddik and he starts his life and the story shifts to him primarily. But we don't find in any way that everyone else is destroyed. They're, they were negative and they were wicked and then Avram comes and starts teaching and, and the, the, again the, the story shifts to Avram but we don't hear of any destruction. And this idea is uh, driven home even more so in the Mishnah and Pirkei Avos, the Ethics of Our Fathers, chapter 5, where the Mishnah says, it says the following, it says, there was 10 generations from Adam until Noah to teach us how patient Hashem was. Because although those 10 generations were so wicked, um, Hashem waited 10 generations, and only um, during the time of Noah did Hashem destroy all those generations. And then the Mishnah goes on and says, and there was 10 generations between Noah and Avram, Again, to show Hashem's patience, so that uh, there were ten generations who were wicked, and then came Avram, and he received the reward for them all. So here the Mishnah is very clearly very different. By Noach it says there were ten generations, and then Noach came and they were all destroyed. And then it says there's ten wicked generations, and then comes Avram who receives the reward for them, for them all. So this stark difference between what happens to the generations, what happens to all those wicked generations when the tzaddik comes? Are they all destroyed? Or somehow does the tzaddik receive their reward, as the Mishnah says in Pirkei What's the idea behind this? And the Rebbe tells us that the message here is a very important and central one, and one with a very practical um, lesson for all of us as well. And that is, whenever we talk about wickedness and negativity and that which is not godly, there's two different types or two different levels of non-godliness, of wickedness that's non-godly. One is the type that must be destroyed. There's nothing that can be done with it. There are certain things, there are certain behaviors, there are certain um, acts that there's, there's, not, there's no way to, uh, to use them properly. They just have to be gotten rid of. And that's one type of wickedness. The other type of wickedness is it's not godly and it's not holy, but it can be worked with. It can be redirected. It can even be transformed and changed into something proper, holy, and godly. And that's what we have here. There was two, type, two types of generations. There was the first 10 generations, and they were wicked. And that was the type of wickedness that what had to happen at the end is they'd be destroyed. So yes, Hashem was patient, and Hashem waited. Maybe they would repent. But ultimately, that type of wickedness is the type that must be destroyed. 
the next gen- gen- ten generations were also wicked and also non-godly. And yet it wasn't the type that cannot be redirected. And once Avram Avinu comes into this picture, the picture, Avram works with it, Avram deals with it, um, and corrects it to a degree where he's able to receive reward through them and for them. And in our own life, what does that mean? There are times, you know, a person looks back at their life at a period of time, whether it was an hour or a day or a week or a month or a year or more, and a person says, wow, this, this was very negative, a lot of negative behaviors, a lot of not godly, not holy things going on. And I want to change. And when a person makes that decision, and that's the basic idea of doing teshuva, of repenting, so a person therefore has to make a very, very critical decision. And that is, there are certain things, an, or an analytical decision. And there are certain things and certain behaviors that the person realizes the only way I can really uh, change is get rid of them. Certain things have to be gotten rid of. But many things don't have to be gotten rid of. Many things we have to be able to redirect, transform, and use, even though when it was initially done, learned, studied, practiced, it wasn't godly and it wasn't holy. But with the proper guidance and with the proper thought, those behaviors, those actions, those things that a person did and was involved with can be turned around and used very powerfully, very constructively, and for true holiness. Famously, there were so many people who, um, who did teshuva, and they repented and wanted to sh- and change their lives, and they came to the Rebbe and they would say, you know, I, my, in, in my previous life, in other words, the way I acted the last 10, 20, 30 years, I, I, was, I did this, and I acted this way, and I learned the following, and this was my profession, and now I want to change. Now I want to totally change, leave everything and totally change. And all too often the Rebbe told them, no, no, no. It says, of course you have to change how you're doing things, why you're doing things, but so much of what you did can be used now, positively, um, and for the holiest of reasons, transforming that into something positive. Um, recently, I heard an interview. There was uh, musicians, and this was in the '60s, and they were they were you know n- totally non-religious musicians involved in all different types of seemingly negative music, and, and the places where they would perform and how they would perform. And they came and they did teshuva, and they asked the rebbe, you know, maybe we should just leave this music. And the rebbe said no. He says, being that you've gained that, being that you know that, being that you've made connections and you're able to reach places that no one else can, it's up to you to use all that in your newfound connection to Hashem. And that's the message of the second ten generations versus the first ten generations. There are things that have to be destroyed. There are things that we have to leave, like the first ten, but there's so many things that can be turned around. And to finish, the advantage of this way is, is, is numerous, but one advantage is because it says in Tehillim, Yomim Yutsru. Yomim Yutsru means that every person was created with a certain amount of time to live, a certain amount of days, a certain amount of years. Now, when some of those times and years weren't used in the best way, so if we just get rid of them, so that's, it's, it's good that we got rid of them, but those years weren't profitable in our lives. We didn't gain out of those years. We were created with X amount of years so that every year should bring profit, should bring gain. Every year should be something that's, that's, um, that's fruitful, that we have from it. So when we're able to look back at negative activities and behaviors and studies and we're able to 
redirect them and use them positively so that every year and every day and every time, even those that at the time were negative, become part of the growing experiences of our life, become part of the mission for which we were brought into this world. And that's the, mission, that's the message of the beginning of this week's parsha that Avram Avinu comes to 10 negative generations, but instead of here taking the approach of, or Hashem taking the approach of, those all have to be destroyed, rather it's the approach of, of realizing that everything, or many things that is, can be corrected and used positively and become vehicles of Kedusha and holiness as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos.